Can you believe it's Wednesday again? Doesn't it seem like we were just here? This time of year is, in, it's kind of insane, all the different things that are going on and how fast the time goes and how many things need to happen, right? So you got to get your schedule set. You have to do all sorts of things. And then you're just meeting a ton of people, freshmen. You're meeting new people all the time. You're getting to know Carol, juniors, seniors, sophomores. You're meeting people and getting adjusted in new ways. And all of that's fine until it's not fine. Because there's a thing that we have to do. We can get so dang busy that we forget where we need to actually live from. And the gospel is crucial to this too. Now, I say we've been busy. Jesus is busy. He's preaching in the synagogue. He leaves the synagogue. He goes to Simon's house. Mother-in-law is sick, so he cures her. Simon might have been happy about that. Might have been like, did you really? No, I'm sure he was happy. I'm sure he was thankful. Mother-in-law is better, right? Um, and then everybody comes. So this is sunset, right? A full day has been done. Everybody comes, bringing all the sick with various diseases and people who are oppressed by demons. Jesus lays his hands on each one, cures, casts out demons. Right? And everyone, you got to imagine what that scene must have been like. People are like, what is going on? This is incredible. This is incredible. And so they're excited that God himself, they don't know exactly, but they know the power of God is being revealed in their midst. And so they think this is great. Let's do it again tomorrow. And they get up and they can't find Jesus. They don't know where he is. Because he got up before them and went to a deserted place. What do you think he was doing? Was he just being introverted? I just got to recharge my batteries. I've been around a bunch of people, you know. No, he's living his relationship with his heavenly father. Jesus was praying. Some of the other synoptics say it explicitly. Luke doesn't say it. He just says he left and went to a deserted place. Mark says he left and went to a deserted place where he prayed. So, friends, in the midst of all the busyness, all the newness of this year, especially for you who are brand new to Carol, how important is prayer? We skip it and we're like, I've got all these things to do. I'm so busy. Are you busy? Yeah, you're busy. It's a great story some gentleman who was, I think he was in charge of some Fortune 500 business. He was having a conversion. He met Mother Teresa. And he said, Mother, how much do I need to pray? She said, at least a half hour a day. He said, Mother, I'm busy. And she said, oh, tell me what you do. So he told him all the things he was involved in. And a lot of them were good. Volunteering, foundations, providing grants for people in need, all sorts of different things. He finished his spiel and she looked at him and said, you are very busy. And he's like, I know. Then she said, you need to pray an hour a day. And there's something so right about that, that the more you're doing, 
the more you need to be with our Lord. See, being always precedes doing. It has to with our Lord. Being with him is always more important than doing stuff, even doing stuff for him. The first thing he wants, all of you, is to be with you. That's why prayer is so important. And specifically prayer at the beginning of the day. Jesus gets up before the day starts at daybreak and he goes and he spends time in prayer, in relationship. Listen, if it was necessary for Jesus, how much more is it necessary for you and for me? We have to spend time with our Lord just to let him love us, not to work on things, not to accomplish stuff. We're not projects. We're people. And Jesus loves to spend time with his people. He loves to spend time in a personal way with each one of us. And I know that can seem like time wasted, but it's not. It's time that orders everything else in our day. The first reading, St. Paul talks about, it doesn't matter Apollos or Paul, or I belong to Paul, so I belong to Paul. God causes the growth. When we pray, when we make time to be with our Lord, he causes us to grow. And that growth brings about maturity, absolutely. Paul's like, look, you guys are all jealous. You're anxious about things. You're merely men because you're relying on yourselves. But if we pray, God causes us to grow and then we mature and then the things of our day are rightly ordered so we know what we need to be about and we know what we can let go of. Do we have responsibilities? Of course we do. There's things that need to be done, absolutely. But we do them well and we do them rightly when we've spent time with our Lord, simply letting him love us. And then he sends us out. I'm with you in the course of your day, your studies, your friendships, your hobbies, all those things. They're all necessary, but they're rightly ordered. So that's the exhortation I have for you at the beginning of this year. Make time, choose to be in relationship with Jesus every morning, specifically in the morning. These chapels are here for you. They're all over campus, Trinity, Borromeo, here, All Saints Chapel, right? Guad Chapel. Jesus is all over this campus. He is waiting for you to give you his grace and his peace in the morning so that you can carry that through the day and you're not just spinning around busy, busy, busy all over the place and exhausted by the end of the day, but rather properly ordered. The Lord's like, I'm with you. I'm going to do this with you today. But first, let me be with you. Let me love you. Let me just love you. And then I'll send you out and I'll go with you. And we'll do lots of good things. Perfect. That's rightly ordered. Friends, pray in the morning. If Jesus needed to do it, so do you. <laughs>